Welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio Podcast. Yes, that's our official name, and thank you for joining. I am your host, J.R. Russ, with... Your friendly co-host, John Records Landecker. Yes, career broadcasters, and he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, we have the Movie Ticket Radio radio station that you can go to at movieticketradio.com and hear the hits you hear in movies. And this here is a podcast where we're talking about the movies, and we're actually playing a few clips of music. Not the biggest hits, because you know what they sound like, but ones that are more obscure, which... Our legal department tells us we can do under the fair use doctrine, which means that we're kind of instructing or teaching about these songs. So you're learning about them perhaps for the first time. So enjoy those musical interludes as we talk about the songs you hear in movies. And when last we talked, we were talking about the Hangover Trilogy and, of course, three movies and so many songs to cover that we just ran really, really long to infringe upon your podcasting listening time because we know you want to get in and get out and get it over with. (laughs) So we're going to pick up where we left off last time. And we were joined by our new co-host, Mr. Google. So, John, where were we when we left off? The next song is Allentown, spelled A-L-A-N-T-W-O-N. And then in parenthesis, it says, to the tune of Allentown, A-L-L-E-N-T-W-O-N, which, of course, is a town of Pennsylvania. Music by Billy Joel, parody lyrics by Todd Phillips and Craig Mazin. Yeah, well, one of the characters in it was Allen. And performed by Ed Helms. Right. Yeah. So you hear the song Allentown, but it's not... Allentown, it's Allentown. I mean, you got to you got to admit, <laughs> you know, the, the cast of these Hangover movies had some really funny guys in it. I yeah, mean, yeah, no question about it. And uh, Ed Helms is certainly one of them. And then, gosh darn, the Pusher Man, written and performed by Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't that a, a, a Doors song? Jim Morrison did the Doors. There was the soundtrack to Easy Rider. And Steppenwolf did a song, I think it was called God Damn the Pusher Man, or Damn the Pusher Man. This is just Pusher Man. I think they're separate songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, about the same thing, of course, but two different complete takes on the same subject. How about this? How about that? Okay, Google, play Pusher Man by Curtis Mayfield. Pusher Man by Curtis Mayfield, sure. Oh, wait, we have a a DraftKings commercial first. (laughs) Oh. Can we get any money for this? Let me put my bet down. Um, Let's keep talking, though, because I don't want them to get any free publicity because they're not paying us. Sounds like... uh, Oh, something's yeah, ready uh, dead there a little bit. Yeah. Or Superfly. Superfly, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make it by and by. I'm All right. Ooh, we will cut that out because he says the N-word. Okay, oh, Google, stop. 
you're gonna have some editing to do, Jr. <laughs> yeah, we we had to cut out a, a naughty word there, or or a, a word that's not uh, fit for public consumption these days, especially by two white guys. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, but Curtis, there it is. It sounded like uh, Superfly. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a certified big ass hit, <laughs> "Time in a Bottle." Jim Croce from Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. He wrote it, performed it, and passed away with it. But that was a good one. And then another pretty big song, Love Train. I guess so. Not the OJ's version, Wolf Mother, as they appear again. (laughs) We have a whole pack of their tunes, if I may be so bold. Yeah. (laughs) It's a whole pack. Yeah, they do. They really like to call them. Yeah, they didn't sell an album. They sent sold a pack of tunes. Right. Okay. I, don't ask. Don't ask Google. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Iran. Now I would think this would be the Flock of Seagulls song, but performed by Ska Rangers. And uh, once again, I don't care either. So I'm right. not going to do it either. You know. And normally, at least you are diligent and try to watch the movie ahead of time. And you just got too jammed up with work. Well, I'm not going to watch three Hangover movies. Well, you can you know. enjoy the thrill again. There's, there's eight hours out of your life you would not get back. Yeah, because, you know, I got nothing else to do. Sure. Right. So, so uh, we jump over to another uh, bona fide Billy Joel hit, Just the Way You Are. Yep. Also performed by the Sky Rangers. Yeah. So uh, a cover. And then yeah. tur- Turnaround Part 2. Another, where's it performed? Uh, Flo Rida and Pitbull. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, actually, I like Flo Rida and Pitbull, quite frankly. And this is Turnaround Part 2, which, ironically, is in Hangover Part 2. Ooh. Ooh. My wife loves Pitbull. He's, I think he's fabulous. We I really like him. We had free tickets to see him at the Hard Rock Cafe, or Hard Rock um, Hotel, Hotel in uh, Atlantic City on New Year's Eve. This past and? year, he oh. was, they packed all, no, a year before, before it was pre-COVID. It was a New Year's 2020, 2019 into yeah. 2020. Yeah. And from our room, I could see his helicopter land on the oh. roof. We went down there. They put us into a cattle pit. No chairs, had to stand. Oh, my God. We stood for nearly an hour past the scheduled showtime. And we finally said, we'll watch for the video on TV. He was an hour late? Yep. And they just had loud music and lights flashing and nothing happening. And we just said, we're not standing here for another hour. No. To see I Pitbull. should say not. So right. that's my Pitbull story. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see this next guy in concert either, Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> no. Um, Tickets were hard to get. Yeah. In fact, they're even harder today. <laughs> it's the cello suite number one prelude performed by Mason Lee. Yeah. Not to be confused mm-hmm. with Mason Williams or. Right. Who was a little kid that was in that show years ago? Mason Reese, was it? Little redhead, freckled kid. I don't know. Got me. Forget Don't that. know. Too old of a reference for <laughs> any yeah. of our audience. And once again, the reappearance of Three Best Friends, written and performed by... Zach Galifianakis. Okay, well, there we are at The Hangover Part 2. Part 2. 
So let's move on, John, to The Hangover Part 3. From 2013. Yep. And, of course, many other big hits in this one, including another Billy Joel song. They really liked Billy Joel, and either they had a lot of money to spend on the rights to play his music, or Billy Joel works cheap. Uh, That I doubt. uh, Yeah, but they played My Life in it, uh, Mm -hmm. written and performed by Billy. Yep. And then Mbop, Mbop. By Hanson. Yeah, it was a big hit. Big hit by them. Big hit. Isaac Hanson, Taylor Hanson, and Zach Hanson, the Hansons. The Hansons. Writing and uh, performing. Mm -hmm. The traditional Ave Maria by Franz Schubert in there. Mm -hmm. You say Schubert or Schubert? Schubert. Schubert. Okay. Uh, Yeah, well, your your parents were really into classical music, so you would know, wouldn't you? No, but they were. Okay. So yes and no. Yes. Uh, okay. And then uh, another pretty big hit from the 60s. Everybody's talking. Harry Nilsson. Uh, no, that's, um, wait a minute. Everybody's talking. It was from an, another Midnight movie. Cowboy, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 60s. Harry Nilsson. Yep. Yeah. Nilsson, not Nielsen. Like the ratings, but Nilsson. Yeah, Nilsson. Nilsson Smilson. Right. And Fred Neal, the writer there. And then as a kid, I remember there was a toothpaste called Ipana. And I first, when I saw this written, thought it was the girl from Ipana. (laughs) A toothpaste model, I guess. But no, Ipanema. Yep. And where is Ipanema, John? Do you know? Um, Don't know. Spell it for me. I-P-A-N-E-M-A. Well, John. Yes. It's Port Ipanema is a neighborhood located in the south zone of the city of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Oh, there you go. What threw me off was I saw something earlier that said it's derived from the Tupi language, Ipa Pond Mm -hmm. and Nima stinking. (laughs) So it's a stinking pond. The girl from the stinking pond. (laughs) Uh, Too bad. Poor girl. Well, that song, a pretty big hit from the 50s, I think. Billy Strange, the performer. Written by Antonio Carlos Jobim, Vinces de yes. Morales, and Norman Gimbel. Uh, Jobim was a pretty big uh, Latin performer. Kind right. of in the Desi Arnaz a la Ricky Ricardo, I Love Lucy strain. True. And then uh, Evil Ways, classic by Santana. Everybody knows that one. Charles Sonny Henry, the writer on it. And Mm -hmm. Down in Mexico by the Coasters. Lieber and Stoller. Yep. Then something that could be bad for you, Mas Tequila. Written by Trent Reznor. Performed by Ken Jeong. So just uh, one of those where they, they were performing as well as acting. Right. Then we've got another Danzig song that appeared in the previous Hangover. It's like, like a recurring uh, side effect of the Hangover, Danzig. Uh, Mother was the song. Yes. Glenn yes. Danzig. He's the guy that goes by his last name. Another Billy Joel song. The Stranger. One of his big albums, yeah. Yep, The Stranger. That, of course, he wrote and performed. And then we've got... A whole bunch of people worked on this one. Again, should have been a number one hit for years on the charts because it's 35 people wrote, co-wrote it. F dot dot K-I-N problems. Oh, yes. Every, 
every radio station in America wanted to play that. Yes, but the damned FCC wouldn't let him. That's right. Uh, well, and uh, this is uh, getting down into your bailiwick, isn't it? Harder Rock, Black Sabbath. NIB, yeah. Ozzy, performed by Black Sabbath, yeah. What does it mean? I don't know. Let's find out. N, period, I, period, B, period. Not in my backyard? I don't know. Nativity in black, according to ah, the experts at Wiki. Very good. You can find anything on that Wiki thing, much to the dismay of Encyclopedia Britannica. Although it doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. That's true. If it's on Wiki. Well, like, if you believe you can fly, it doesn't mean you can. <laughs> uh, the R. Kelly song performed by Ken Jong, I believe I can fly. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails doing Hurt, Trent yep. Rez Reznor. Trent Reznor, yep. And Dark Fantasy performed by Kanye West. And Mike Oldfield of the... Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells from the Exorcist fame. Yeah. Yep. Uh, written by John Anderson, too. Wasn't he... Who was he yet with? Um, John Anderson. Yes. Yes. That's yes. What, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. John yes. Anderson was... Undoubtedly, as, as Wiki says, undoubtedly, one of the most recognizable voices in the progressive rock band as the lead vocalist and creative force behind, yes. Yes. So Dark Fantasy covered, I guess you would say, by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to start repeating some songs in the soundtrack, which goes to show you that they're really scraping the bottle of the barrel like, okay, this is our third one. Why don't we just reuse some stuff? Cause yeah, because we, we're getting cramps and, and fever, exactly. so let's play. Yeah, here comes Fever again by Cramps. Here comes In the Air Tonight again by Phil Collins. And then Ciara did Like a Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote that along with Carrie Hilson and Belawa Muhammad and JQ, I might add. And uh -huh. finally, Forever True. Written and performed by Herman Beeftink. <laughs> oh, I hate to make fun of somebody's name, but come on. <laughs> ask, uh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to go to uh, Google one more time if you want to ask Google what the heck that song is. Okay, Google, play Forever True by Herman Beeftink. <laughs> Playing Forever True. Oh, it knows it. Huh? This is a video shot with a guy just sitting... Uh, what do they call it? Unplugged, playing his guitar. Acoustic. Okay. Okay, Google, stop. Well, okay, Google, stop. <laughs> okay, Google, stop! <laughs> oh, man. How many people who are listening to this, we'll have a Google that'll go on and start playing Herman Beeftink. Hopefully a whole bunch. And, you know, that guy could probably retire or buy a new car with the money that this could, if the <laughs> podcast takes off, potentially create listens for Forever True. Indeed. So I think that, if anything else, could be our legacy. I'd be happy gosh, with I that. I hope so. I could yes. live with that. Yes. All right, John. Well, gosh, that was really fun. Two episodes. And I count them one, and it throws our whole episode count off, but I don't care. I was willing to do it. Right. 
because it was just a darn good look at the hangover one, two, and three. And yet, after all of that, not included in the soundtrack, Diana Ross, Love Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what do you think we should do next? Oh, you know, I've been so caught up in these hangovers, I haven't been able to project that far into the future. What is? What do you have on the agenda? I have no freaking idea. <laughs> um, well, then... Uh... Well, let's think here. Should we make it a surprise? <laughs> no, because you know what it is when you look at the title of the episode, so that's no good. Oh, let's try an Adam Sandler movie. Great. In fact, we might do more than one, depending on how many songs are in it. And then I think we could also throw in Happy Gilmore. Sounds great to me. So uh, let's try that next time around. When once again, the Movie Ticket Radio podcast returns. And of course, if you have suggestions for us, you can write us at movieticketradio at gmail.com and listen for the hits you hear in the movies on movieticketradio.com. So I'm J.R. Russ, and whew, that's all the energy I have today. How about you, John? I'm John Landecker, and I need to take a nap. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. Man, that was tedious but fun. God, that yes, was Yes, it was. Movie Ticket Radio.